welcome to the podcast for St. Andrews Community United Methodist Church, a loving, caring, overcoming community of faith where our mission is making disciples of Jesus Christ. Well, hello, friends, and welcome to this week's podcast for St. Andrew's Community United Methodist Church. Church, with a mission of making disciples of Jesus Christ and a vision for being a loving, caring, overcoming community of faith that is centered in that relationship with Jesus Christ. And it's so great that uh, today we're going to talk about what we've been talking about the last few weeks, which is about relationship and how it is that God relates to people and how God has related uh, in different ways over time. And, of course, when I say we... I am referring not to our glorious new sound and engineer. That sounds better than sound tech, got it? Sound engineer. Jeff, you're doing good today. Doing fantastic Hi, today. Jeff. Awesome. And of course, that was the lovely voice of my friend, my colleague, the woman with the good shoes. Pastor Stephanie, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I am thinking about uh, digital discipleship as we're doing our podcast here right now. Oh. And I'm thinking about the fact that uh, you've talked many times about us doing maybe a video version of our podcast. Which I, I, I feel like that fun. is the next step in the evolution right, of our podcast. of our podcast, which I think would be super fun. But part of what is interesting to me as I think about digital discipleship uh-huh. is I think about, uh, you know, who is listening right now. And how many people talk to us on Sunday mornings about right. the podcast. And I love getting to talk to people face-to-face about the podcast where I don't get to see them face-to-face. So I'm going to give a shout-out to someone who talked to me about the podcast on Sunday. Did they have on good shoes? Oh, she always <laughs> has on good shoes. And if you are a part of the St. Andrews community, you might know my good friend, Christy. But I'm going to give a shout-out to Christy today. So All hi, Christy. Right. Hello, Christy. We're so <laughs> glad you're with us. Yes. And uh, I, I really thought you were going to lead into that when we video. People can actually see my shoes. See if, my if shoes. If they choose to yeah. do that. I kind of so. feel bad for everybody who can't see my shoes today because they're great. I haven't seen them. What, what oh, do yeah. they look like? Oh, yep. summer shoes summer because shoes. it's hot today. Yes, it really is like the last hot day. I, th- I, I was going to say, this may be the last day you can wear them because it's know. supposed to get cool and even perhaps rainy this week. Yes. So that's a good thing. I know. And you want to know something great about these shoes? These shoes are split between my daughter and I. She uh, paid half and I paid wow. half. But if she was listening right now, she would remind me that I have not yet paid her my <laughs> half. <laughs> and, and I thought you were going to say, what's great about these shoes is I got them on sale. Well, always. <laughs> that is a given. <laughs> well, very good. And, and Jeff, you're doing well. You just got back from a conference this uh, past week, and I, I hope that was renewing to your spirit. We haven't had a chance to talk about it yet. But we yeah. have not. No, yeah, it was, it was wonderful. Thank you guys for letting me go to that. I thank the church for letting me go to that. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to report, you know, there's several things that we're doing exceptionally well on. Oh, there look are at that. fist I know. bump. Yeah, That's there right, we go. Fist bump. Few things that we need to tweak. Awesome. And there's even fewer things that we have not even thought about mm-hmm. that we will be doing here so very, exciting. very soon. I've already got the ball rolling on a couple of those. Uh-huh. Wow. So you should give them a little sneak peek of the. The number one thing again, you, you and say, I talked about. You say about. peak, and I'm right. like, video. Right, I know, right, right. I know. But give them a video, yeah. Give yeah. them a little sneak peek about the uh, the number one thing you and I talked about earlier today that we're going to so, do in the podcast. One of the things that we were talking about down there in Dallas is some of the things being innovative. 
Mm -hmm. One mm -hmm. of the things we have not even thought of, mm -hmm. how many cells do you think Alexa <laughs> and Google uh -huh. has had uh -huh. in the past year? Sales, like how many people have purchased Alexa and Google? Like the dollar amount. Okay. Uh -huh. Oh, I, I mean, I would guess in the billions. Right. $200 million in sales just for Alexa. Okay, just, just for, for Alexa. Alexa. Just for Alexa. So we're not even this talking about year. the Google aspect and right. everything uh -huh. else. That's just the Amazon. Yeah. Wow. What if I told you <laughs> that there is a way we can incorporate our podcast to where you'd say, hey, Alexa, play the St. Andrews Community Podcast <laughs> oh, that, while people that, are getting ready that, in the morning. That, right. That is so awesome. Isn't that great? That is. They and, can and listen I, to us. And see, I, I was being greedy. I was thinking if all 200 million... Uh, if, if they just give us one dollar, we could all get all the shoes we wanted, <laughs> right. and, you know, have new cars need. and everything right. else. We feed, of course, you know, people that don't have food and all that. That's <laughs> but, right. You yeah. Know. Okay. So it's good that we can't do that, but that, that is. It's pretty cool. Really cool. Right? You know, I hear that on the radio. Hey, Alexa, play, you know, yes. whatever radio station. And if we could do that. Uh-huh. Coming soon coming to a speaker oh, in the house cool. near you. <laughs> well, and, you know, that's one of the great things about going to conferences is, you know, here's what you're doing. Okay, you're doing this right. And we always yeah. want to know if we're doing things right. And right. here's things you could do to improve, but here's things that are innovative. So excellent. I look so forward exciting. to hearing more. Mm -hmm. I, uh, we got a podcast to record, so I'm, <laughs> I, I will not dilly-dally anymore on that. But as I said, we're, we're, we've been talking about relationship, um, that the way that God has always related to humanity has been through covenants. Mm -hmm. And we looked at the covenant with Abraham where God says, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to make your name great. You're going to be the father of a great nation. And there was nothing Abraham had to do. He just believed God was going to do that. Right. And God said, you know what? You're a righteous man. Mm -hmm. And uh, as they went through the centuries and people kind of were learning more about God and learning how to live with God, that's when God said, yeah, you need some serious help. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, don't, you don't relate so well to me and you don't relate so well to each other. So and so true. another covenant was given to Moses. And we primarily think of the Ten Commandments. But uh, it, it, four of those were, here's how you relate to me, and six of them were, here's how you relate to mm -hmm. one another. And so people would live that way, and when they did, they were blessed. And when they didn't, they got to right. you know endure the consequences mm -hmm. of that until finally it seemed like people were really getting it right under the, the political and military, but most essentially the spiritual leadership of King David. Mm -hmm. And that's when God reveals this next step in the process that uh, – Here's what I'm going to do, David. You're always going to have an heir sitting over the people. And, of course, David thought, well, good, that means one of my sons will be king. <laughs> but it had much more far-reaching impact because Jesus is in the line of David, and he is king of kings, the most right. dynastic king in a dynasty mm -hmm. of kings. And David didn't have to do anything. God just said, I'm going to do it. And, mm -hmm. and this is really what we picked up on this last week is um, – that, that when God says, I'm going to do it, you can't stop it. Right. It, it's going to happen. And so one of the things we did was we began to read a promise. Now, this covenant, when we looked at it Sunday, and I wanted to be clear, I don't know if I was, it has not happened. Mm -hmm. Jeremiah, a prophet, says, mm -hmm. here's what God's going to do. God's going to establish a new covenant. Mm -hmm. So uh, w that was something people were looking ahead to, but... The reason it's important is why they got into trouble in the first place where that would be right. such a rich promise. And that was um, in the covenant with David, even though God says there's always going to be one of your 
sons, one of your descendants, mm-hmm. sitting on the throne, it would have been easy to, for people to question later when that didn't seem to happen. Right. Well, did God lie to us? Right. Did God, you know, pull one over on us? And the, the answer is just because God gave this covenant promise to David, it did not do away with the Mosaic Covenant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, I, I love it that you say that because of the fact that um, that Mosaic Covenant being conditional, where God said, if you want to, you know, experience the blessing, you have to obey my commandments. Right. That, uh, you know, s- still hasn't even gone away with Jesus. We, we are still to abide by exactly. the commandments that God has given to us. And just like we've talked about in previous podcasts, the connection between obedience and love is as great now as it ever was. Because in the Old Testament, they would always talk about obedience and love being one and the same. And But then that's why Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey you my will commands. You will keep my commandments. Exactly. Yeah, and so and, and it's, it's always kind of interesting to me. It's like God gave them 10. Four, how to relate to right. me. Six, how to relate <laughs> to each other. And then after that, there were lots of specifics that yeah. were, were given. Yeah. But uh, in Jesus, it's like, okay, let's just be honest. Everything in the covenant with Moses, everything the prophet said, it really can be summed up in two things. Uh-huh. To love, again, yeah. love the Lord your God with all your heart, so strong, mind, and strength. Mm-hmm. And love your neighbor yes. like yourself. Yes. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, God keeps dumbing it down. <laughs> Let me make it so simpler for you. <laughs> really understand that. Yeah. And, and what happened after David died, of course, there there was some disintegration and some destruction going on in his own household. Right. Um, but after David died, uh, in his line of descendants, there was division, mm-hmm. sons separated from sons, different one wanted to uh, be on a throne. So there were two kingdoms now right. instead of one. It wasn't just, you know, yep. Israel. It was Israel and Judah. Right. Uh, and we can read through First and Second Kings and First and Second Chronicles, mm-hmm. and, and frequently it'll say, you know, this person was king, and they did good right. in the eyes of the Lord, and that meant they were walking in obedience. They right. were trying to live at peace with other people um, and really bring about harmony and mm-hmm. a correct way of relating to God mm-hmm. under their leadership. But then there were other kings, and it said they did evil in the eyes of God. They did not walk in the way of their father David or right. if, um, more... Uh, close father who may have been a good king. Mm-hmm. And what those kings would do was they allowed for the oppression of their own people that uh, God was always clear. When I brought you out of slavery, you weren't going to be slaves again. Right. But if things were tight and, you know, they're just abusing the mm-hmm. people and really turning them into slaves again, mm-hmm. um, they allowed idolatry right. into the land, uh, whether it was a, a stone wood idol or an Asherah pole. Mm-hmm. They allowed those things. And so pagan worship was happening. Mm-hmm. And these evil kings were bringing about the destruction. And so uh, when God sees this going on, God doesn't sit back and say, two more steps and you're, you know, crossing the line. <laughs> right. No, God warns us because that's what God does. Yeah. God says, sent the prophet and said, you know, look, you think just because you sin, you offer a sacrifice and I'm happy. Mm-mm. Obedience mm-hmm. is better and sacrifice and let yeah. righteousness roll down uh, like mm-hmm. waters and justice and ever flowing stream. And they tried to warn them, but prophets were often ignored yeah. or they were even killed right. because people didn't like what they were hearing. And so eventually this nation that David had uh, brought together in unity with spiritual focus mm-hmm. has become so sinful that now they're going to reap the consequences yeah. of those evil kings leadership yeah. now because they're disobedient. They're going to go away 
into exile. Mm-hmm. And so that's where <laughs> yeah. we get to the point where God says, okay, let me speak through the prophet, Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah's going to uh, say my words. And that's when we get the idea of a new covenant. We've still got Abraham, right. still have Moses, right. still have David. But when people were lost and they were repenting, and they're like, you know, we just want to go back home. We just want to go back to the promised land. Yeah. And God doesn't abandon them Mm-mm. and says, so I will mm-hmm. make a new covenant. Yes. And I love that. I love it that God is saying this through Jeremiah in the midst of great disobedience of the people of God. And God continues to say, I will, you know, I will bring you back. It's the whole uh, covenant with Abraham that I I will have this people who are a great nation. And yet, even at this point with Jeremiah, when God is saying this through Jeremiah, we don't even know yet that this is going to be opened up to right. the Gentiles. Right. Like we don't even know that that Jesus is going to make this possible for everybody, not just a specific group of people that came through the line of Abraham. No, everybody gets to be a part of this new promise and this new covenant. Right. And and one of the things that I think is so important for us to know is whenever God promises us something, God is always going to fulfill yes. that promise. And, you know, if, if God has spoken to us and God's made us a promise and, and we know beyond the shadow of a doubt this is God, in those times when life is hard, in those times when mm-hmm. faith is small, mm-hmm. that promise gives us hope. Yeah. And that's what it began to do for the exiles. It, it, I think it began to turn their hearts more toward God mm-hmm. because maybe, uh, you know, I just imagine the older exiles saying, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's not going to happen for us, yeah. but it'll happen for our children yeah. and our grandchildren that we will go back yeah. and receive the promise that. God uh, has given us. And that really is a long-term effect yeah. of the new covenant is the people do go back yeah. to that land. Uh, and I think they went back with renewed spiritual focus uh-huh. uh, where they kind of, <laughs> I'm walking in disobedience. I need yeah. to be walking on the road, but I jump clean over the road of obedience <laughs> <laughs> into another road. Yeah. And uh, that was a group of religious leaders, mm-hmm. I think begins to develop that are so focused on mm-hmm. the covenant with Moses mm-hmm. that they're missing the covenant with Abraham the co- yes. and the covenant with uh, David. Y- yes, and don't you love it? Like this is the beautiful part of the story to me is the crossover between the Old and New Testament because a lot of times we don't focus on this. We Not many people know the history of it, but when, when the southern kingdom, which was the one that lasted the longest, I believe, Judah. I think that's right. Yeah, and they were taken over by the Babylonians, so that's when they were taken into exile. You know, the the other kingdom, the northern kingdom, I believe, was taken over by Assyria, and they just kind of vanished into the history of the world. Right. But the southern kingdom, there was this remnant that was left. Yes. Where the king of Persia looked at them, who had them in exile, and said, I'm going to let, because the king of Persia conquered the Babylonians who had conquered the the Judeans. And so uh, the king of Persia says, I'm going to let you go back to your land. And there's just this little bitty remnant, like of all of the legacy of the Jews, there's just this little bitty pocket. And and out of that little bitty pocket comes the Pharisees, but also out of that little bitty pocket comes Mary. Yeah. And I just, I love the beauty of that, Mm. that God is restoring and he's building off of, you know, it dwindled down to almost nothing, like this little ember of a spark, you know? Right. And, but God says, no, I, I'm still going to fulfill this 
purpose that I've had from the very beginning. Yeah, and, and as I listen to you telling that, I'm, I'm thinking we don't always appreciate the context that happens is, you know, we read the last chapter of Malachi, we right. turn the page, and there's Matthew. <laughs> right. You know, we've gone from Old to New right. Testament by turning a page. Yeah. But this happened over hundreds Like 400 years. years. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and yet people, you know, I mean, in our generation, in our time, we so want a quick fix for everything. Yes. Uh, and I, I was in a meeting earlier today, and our, our bishop said something, and I wrote it down because I thought it was uh -huh. profound, and now I get to use it. Yeah. Uh, he, he said, spiritual renewal never happens quickly. Wow, <laughs> you, you, that's you know? true. And it's like, oh, well, wow, yeah, yeah, that's so simple. Yeah. And, and, and that's what we see is even when they went back to the land, that would certainly mm -hmm. spur on their their hope and their thoughts, yeah. and we're, we're going back and and. We don't ever want to do that again. No, let's not ever do that again. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> let's be focused on doing the things we're supposed yeah. to do. And they got so focused on the law that mm -hmm. by the time Jesus is born, uh, the Pharisees, yeah. that, that I, I have the phrase that I use is they had turned the law into an object of spiritual oppression. Yes, and, right. And part of that was because their thought was if every Jew everywhere keeps the law perfectly right. for just one day mm -hmm. the messiah will come <laughs> because also in the promises of the prophets was not just the new covenant mm -hmm. it was also the promise of the messiah and of course yeah. next week we're going to see how those two <laughs> things yes, dovetail together and interface so mm -hmm. uh, they th this promise that jeremiah speaks forth in the name of the lord mm -hmm. gives the people hope and I, I said in the sermon Sunday, I don't have time to talk about all these. Right. Listen to the podcast. Right. <laughs> and so let's talk about those now. Yeah. And the, the first promise of this new covenant was that God will mm -hmm. put his promises deep into our hearts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In fact, it says you don't need to teach your neighbors. You don't need to teach your family right. about God because everybody's going to know God. Yeah. But when we think of God putting his promises deep into our hearts. Mm -hmm. What are what are some of your oh, thoughts? There? I just love this. I mean, I mean, take off the reins and let me run because I okay, love this. Okay, go. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a drink. Right, here. You just take a drink. Sit back. Uh, but I love this because in that one statement, we are hearing, we are hearing what is going to happen until the end of what we know as the end of time. Because right. what we hear is. They're, we're going to know God. Everyone's going to know God. Yes, because Jesus, God incarnate, is going to walk on the face of the earth. So we actually get to see him in flesh and blood. But then he's going to write this promise on our hearts. Well, that's the infilling of the Holy Spirit, which we see after Jesus goes back up to heaven and right. ascends to heaven. And so then he writes on our hearts with the Holy Spirit because God now lives in us. He's not just in a temple or a tabernacle or a spot far right. away. But then, then... You get all the way to Revelation, where uh, we need this on video. <gasps> she she right? just, hit the, just hit the table. <laughs> <laughs> but then you get to Revelation at the very end, when all of the stuff that none of us understand, right. you know, is written about, and we're all like, "What are you talking about with the dragon?" I don't have no idea. <laughs> but then, <laughs> but then you get to the point in Revelation twenty-one where God says. They no longer need a sun or a moon because I am the light that illuminates yeah. them. And so that is God being present with us. Everyone there will know right. God because he will be the light that lights our way. And it's just in that one statement. Yeah. Like it's all there. Well, and, and the fact that he says, you know, I'm going to put it deep within their hearts repeatedly through this series. What we said is God doesn't just want you to check off the yes. boxes of the law. Right. What God really wants is our 
Yes, hearts. our hearts, our exactly. Hearts. And, uh, you know, as we were having our uh, prep for this, one of the things is, you know, when we looked at the the covenant with Moses, God wrote wrote it down. Right. Here it is on stone tablets. Stone tablets, yep. But now it's not written on our stone tablets. Yeah. It, it's written on our hearts. And, and I really appreciate the fact that it's not written just on your heart. Right. Or just Jeff's heart. Right. It's written on our hearts, plural yes. hearts. Uh, and I, I think, you know, what you were talking about, it, it's written on our hearts when we are filled with the Holy Spirit yeah. and the Holy Spirit comes to bind us together. And that was when the church yeah. was created. Yeah. Sorry if I dropped out there. I realized I was getting so excited. <laughs> I pushed back away from my microphone. Didn't want to <laughs> hit it. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, it, it, it's written to the church. And, and this is so important that it's plural because one of the things that we struggle with today is the, the struggle between what I call absolute truth and relative yes. truth. And the difference is, if it's absolutely true, it's got to be true for everybody. Right. If it's relatively true, it's like, well, maybe that's true for you. Right. But, you know, Jeff has a different version of the truth, and mm-hmm. I have a different version mm-hmm. of the truth, and Christy has a different version <laughs> right. of, of the truth. And, you know, <laughs> we may all be wrong, but we can't all be right. Right. Uh, and so deep in your hearts, I'm going to put the witness of my spirit. Yeah. And, and because my law is really about love, that's what ought to be pouring out yes. of your heart then is the love that you have for God and love you have yes. for other people. <laughs> oh, I love how you connect that to the Ten Commandments. <laughs> Good know? job. Yes. And, and so God is saying, I'm going to put it deep yes. in your heart. And yeah. You know, that's one of the things I pray each Sunday as I'm getting ready to preach is, Lord, let your word go deep into the soil of our yeah. hearts and take root. Yes. And then grow and flourish and bear yes. much fruit. Yes, so true. All right. So, hmm. uh, whoo. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Part, and, of course, this is what we will be doing this Sunday when we come to worship is we will be celebrating this new covenant. Yeah. Yes. And, I love uh, that. That's, that's one of the things that mm-hmm. in, in covenant history, people were supposed to pull out the covenant and reread it, you know, the vassal suzerain yes, thing again, right. so that the uh, vassals did not forget what they were supposed to do right. in the, the covenant. Yeah. And Jesus said, <laughs> Do this as often as you will. Yes. Remember yes. me. Right. And so, anyhow, yeah. I'm, I'm wanting to jump ahead and not wanting to I jump ahead at the same that. time. Oh, I just love that. Well, I'm just going to run with that for a okay. second because the whole idea of, of Jesus saying, remember me, in those two words, I, I feel like people's lives could be changed if they just took that to heart. You know, when you said, I think it was in our last week's podcast about um, confession. Was that last week? I think it was. Okay. About how, um, you know, you, you say the rosaries because you're remembering right. the sacrifice right. that has been made, not in order to gain forgiveness, but because you've been forgiven. Exactly. Yeah. That, that was last week. Yeah. And the same thing I think is true here when we say, when Jesus says, remember me. I mean, I think about all the different situations I go through in life where I am frustrated or I am downtrodden or I am uh, joyful. It doesn't matter what I what emotion I'm experiencing. If first I remember Christ, that gives me a totally different outlook on everything that I do. What I say to my kids, what I say to my husband, what I say at work, what I say online. Remember, remember me. You know, yeah, that's that's profound. It it, it, and and so simple. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so. The next promise, you know, God says he's going to put that promise deep into heart. Then God says, I will be your God mm-hmm. and you will be my people. Yeah. And um, what I love about that is it reinforces what we've said all along. This is how God relates to people is through 
covenant. That's right. what this is. It's a relationship between God and the people. Yes. And God does not want us to be separated from him. And God mm-hmm. does not want us to be exiled because of our disobedience. Yeah. And, and in this new covenant, uh, the, these people in exile who may have lost hope of ever going mm-hmm. back, and now they're hearing this promise, mm-hmm. and they're like, we get to go back to the land. And God mm-hmm. say, oh, no, 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 it's better than that. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm going to be your God. Yep. You're not going to have any other gods. Yes. You're going to be my people. Yes. And again, as you said earlier, that's everybody. That's everybody. It's yeah. not just the, the Jews. Mm-hmm. This is God's going to open this up to all yeah. people that he's saying, I'm the only God there is. I'm going to be your God. Yes. And I'm, <laughs> and I, and I am that. And, and the other thing I love about it is it's that, it's that beautiful ownership because you're, you know, he's talking to a people who in their history and their heritage, they've known slavery. So they've known what it means to belong to someone else and how right. devastating oh, that yeah. is. Right. Yeah. yeah. But now God is saying, you're not going to belong to anybody Don't else. Be, exa- You're going to belong oh, to me. Yeah. Isn't that good? <laughs> that is <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> that, is, that is good stuff. Yeah. And so then the last thing God said, just three verses uh, mm-hmm. that we read Sunday. God says, I will forgive your wickedness and I will never remember mm-hmm. your sins. Yeah. Now, how cool is this? You remember me. Yeah. I'm not going to remember your sins. I, I heard again on the radio something that uh, we said in, I think, the last series of the podcast mm-hmm. that... Um, you know, the devil knows your name, yeah. but he calls you by your sin. Yes. And God knows your sin, but he calls you by your name. I love that. Now, if somebody's wanting to dissect what we're saying, you're saying, wait, God knows our sin? God said he was never going to remember our <laughs> sin. And and that actually came up between two of the services. Uh, somebody asked me the question, and, and I thought, wow, that's a great question. Right. This is something we need to explore. So I'm, I'm going to uh-huh. give you the question Ooh, and see yes. if, if you, you'll probably answer it differently than I do, well, but I, I bet we are have the same answer, yeah. essentially. Somebody said, okay, I was brought up in a church where I was taught that mm-hmm. someday we will all stand before God mm-hmm. and we will all be held accountable Mm -hmm. for our sins. Mm -hmm. In other words, God doesn't really forget our sin. We Mm -hmm. have to stand before God and explain ourselves Mm -hmm. or something. I I think that was the essence of what her question was. So how would, how would you have responded in that moment? Well, and, and I love what you're about to say, because I know since we talked about this earlier, what you will say, and it's wonderful. I, I think it's interesting when, when my dad used to preach on this, I used to love what he would say. Because he would say that the literal definition of the whole idea of remembering in this context was not necessarily that God, like, has a, you said this in your sermon, it's not that God has a memory problem. Right, (laughs) You know, he's not struggling in his brain with memory. It is that he does not, uh, when he thinks of you, when he doesn't remember your sin, when he thinks of you, he does not use your sin against you when right. he acts toward right. you. And that's the thing I love about this idea of remembering, because it goes back to what I just said a moment ago about Jesus. When Jesus says, remember me, and I said, you know, that would change the course of someone's life if they would just do those yeah. that one thing. But it's because when you remember, you use what you know of that person when you're making a decision about them. So when I remember Christ and what he's done for me, then when I'm making a decision for my life, I base it on that, right? Exactly. But the same is true on the opposite flip side is that when God says, I'm not going to remember your sin, it's not that he doesn't know that we did it. Yeah. It's that he looks at us and he says, I'm not going to hold it against you. Right. I'm not going to remember it in such a way that I use it against you when I think of you. But yeah, what are your thoughts? Well, and and that was part of my thought. I said, number one, you know, we learn later reading the New Testament that it says those who are for those who are in Christ Jesus, there is 
no condemnation. Yes. And and this becomes again, this is final accountability. This mm-hmm. is we're standing before the great white throne of right. judgment <laughs> to be judged. And when that happens, and and I do believe we will stand accountable before yes. God. But you know, that's when Jesus steps in yeah. and, and says, uh, "This this one's mine." Yes. Uh, I paid the price for their sin, mm-hmm. so there's nothing else that has to be done yeah. that because we are in Christ, because we have this relationship, these covenant promises, because the Spirit dwells within us, that doesn't mean we're perfect. Right. But when we stand before God, God does not judge us based on our acts. He judges us on what Jesus yeah. did. And Jesus has covered it all. Yes. Jesus paid it all to him. I owe you. Yes. We sing that hymn sometimes. Oh, yes. But the other thing that I shared with her that I think was different, mm-hmm. uh, because she's just a little bit older than I, so mm-hmm. it, it's fair to say this woman and I are in the same generation. Right. Uh, I said, the generation we grew up in, that was an evangelism strategy. Yeah. Uh, that was, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. if I can scare the hell out of you, right. I will scare you out of hell. Yes, right. <laughs> it's true. And and there was a lot of that when I was growing yeah. up. That and, and and I'm not denying hell. I'm not saying that yeah. the communication of you know heaven or hell, those are your two choices. I'm, yeah. I'm not arguing with that. Right. I'm just saying as a strategy, I don't know that that's effective anymore. Right. And so when we want people to know God today, yeah. we want them to see Jesus is this absolute truth that's what yes. he said i am the way the truth, truth. and and the life mm-hmm. and jesus is the fulfillment of the new covenant that jeremiah shares yeah, so yeah. Uh, i can't wait till we get into Woo! that next week i know <laughs> it's going to be so so great and friends we're so glad that you have joined us for another podcast it's great to have you here with us thanks for being on this journey of covenant i hope it has helped you as much as it is affecting us and we look forward to seeing you either on site or online here at st andrews and we hope you have a wonderful week Hey friends, D.A. Bennett, St. Andrews Community United Methodist Church. I want you to know that we are discovering some real blessing and benefit of digital discipleship, but we also want to talk to you about subscribing to our YouTube channel. Again, it's under the church's name, and you'll get some different uh, video devotions each day. So if you're looking for another venue, maybe it'll work for you. God bless.